umgoblue.com by fans for fans since 1999. Hey, Quiddy, thanks for thanks for doing this. Um, I'm wondering how much different the last couple of weeks has been for you and, and the team, um, and, and how different it has been maybe compared to obviously previous years where you guys would be preparing for a game. You know, it's, it's been very different. Um, I was going through uh, my snap um, memories, and then uh, I came up, I came across uh, our first game last year when I was taking a snap with me and um, Luigi and stuff, and it just felt a lot different to not have a game this, uh, this season and stuff like that. Um, our next question is from Ashley. Hey, Quiddy. Um, you know, I think a lot of your – a few of your teammates have made their decisions when it comes to going to the NFL early versus staying in college and trying to play in a future season this year. So I'm wondering for you, um, what kind of things are you weighing as you kind of wait to make that decision and what some of your fellow teammates do? Like I know um, Nick talked a couple weeks ago about that maybe some of you guys would – uh, weigh your decisions together, is that going to have an effect on you at all, what some of your teammates decide? Yeah, for sure. Um, I'm just kind of waiting on, like, what decision the Big Ten and the NCAA is going to make just because, like, we don't know what's going on yet. And I would have to obviously go back and talk to my mom and see what would be the best choice for, for uh, me and my family. But um, I'm not I'm not all too worried about, like, making that big uh decision just yet just because I'm trying to enjoy my last couple my last couple months with with the boys if, if these are my if these are my, are my last couple months with them you know um, our next question is from Orion Sang hey Quiddy thanks for doing this um, I, I was just curious um, to know whether you plan on attending this this protest at Michigan Stadium this Saturday that's being hosted by the parents what your general thoughts are on that. And then uh, if you're not attending that, you know, how are you going to spend this Saturday when you guys should have been playing? Yeah, no, um, I know a, a bunch of guys were talking about it, and I think a good amount of guys will, will go out and um, go protest and stuff like that. Um, I'm pretty sure – I think a good amount of, of the D linemen will uh, be out there and protest. But, yeah, no, it's just – it's just weird just because, like, we don't have any football on Saturdays. Like, we haven't been in uh, equipment for the longest time. And, like, yeah, no, it just, it just feels real, uh, real weird right now. Um, next question is from J.P. Smullins. Sorry. Sorry about that, everybody. Sorry. I'm back on here. Yep. Quiddy, can you hear me now? Sir. Hey, what's going on? How are you? Doing great. How are you? Great, great. For you personally, I mean, you had so much expectation for this season and so many hopes for the team. How difficult has just this process been for you mentally, just handling everything? <laughs> you know, it sucks just because this past season, um, I just read up on all the stuff I had to improve on, all the stuff that I was lacking in this, this offseason. Um, I really... I feel like I really worked hard and perfected my craft and making sure that I got better in those uh, specific, um, those specific uh, traits, traits that I lacked. So for them to cancel our season, it was just kind of a bummer just because of all the hard work that, that we had put in. Um, next question is from Hunter Davidson. Hey, Quiddy. Uh, you were recently named the biggest freak athlete in college football, as well as making the watch list for the Bednarik and Nagurski Awards. 
How does it feel to be recognized as one of college football's top tier defenders and the most one of the most impactful players in the league? Uh, it felt good for sure, just because coming from a small state, you don't get any recognition, to be honest. So uh, seeing that was, was for sure uh, real cool uh, for me. But uh, at the same time, I know I still have a, a, a lot of stuff to work on. And uh, it's for sure, it feels good. But at the same time, I know I know there's still a lot to, to perfect. Thank you. Um, Aaron McMahon. What's your schedule like now, weekly, and what are some of the things you're still able to do and, and work on? Yeah, so my class schedule is actually lovely this this semester, thank God. Um, but yeah, no, like Mondays, I usually wake up, have class around 10, and then um, after that, I come to the facilities and uh, go through our, go through our uh, schedule, like from, I, used, I think we have meetings and practice and all that stuff. I'm usually out of here by like six or so. But yeah, no, like it's it's been real chill. Like it hasn't really been stressful uh, at all. I'm just, it just sucks because we don't get to really put on the pads and game prep and, you know, watch all the teams uh, and like get their uh, schemes and whatnot and like really study them. So, yeah. Um, next question is from Jamie Edmonds. Hi, Quiddy. It's nice to see you in person. Remember we were going to do that story a while back? Yeah. <laughs> Hi. Um, again, forgive me, I missed the beginning a little bit. I was on the phone. But just what's your reaction to not being able to play this season? And then the second question would be, what's it going to be like watching other conferences play? Yeah, no, it just it, it just sucks because, um, just because like we just worked so hard and like there were a lot of – young guys on this team that have uh, progressed and you could just see how well they were coming along. And then for them to just cancel the season, it was just kind of like, you know, it just, it just sucked. But, you know, just to see other teams play as well, it's just like, if they're playing, how can, how can we can't play? You know, other teams are going, I think teams are playing. Look, I watched the team play last Saturday. I'm just like, that could have been us, but and if you could play, you would? You feel safe yeah. it? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I would play. Okay, thank you. For sure. Our next question is from Theo Mackey. Hey, Quiddy. I was just uh, wondering how you've, uh, you know, dealt with all the, the news going back and forth about when the season is happening and, and whether it's happening, you know, especially, you know, when you, as you said earlier, you know, have a draft decision to make that, that will be affected by when and whether the season happens. Yeah, no, at first I was, like, I paid real close attention to, like, whether they'll delay the season or whether they'll uh, cancel the season all that stuff. But they just kept giving false hope. So I kind of stopped getting my hopes up and stopped looking into all that stuff and, like, just been doing what I had to do here to help the, to help the team. But when they make their uh, decision, uh, I'll be ready. Next question is from Angelique. Quiddy, I mean, do you have to have some assurances? I mean, the Big Ten did release a schedule. You thought you were going to play, then that was um, taken away six days later. What kind of assurances do you have for a season starting, say, January 1st, and how will that factor into your decision? Um, I'm not even sure to be – like, whether, whether they – what they they they've given us false hope before, where they they given out the season and then they say we we're gonna play and then they answer, and they ended up canceling it. But I'm not sure what type of reinsurance that 
the team would need to know that we're playing. We're just going to keep working, though, because we've been practicing. We we haven't really taken our foot off, off the pedal yet. So if they decide to have the October schedule, the November schedule, uh, we'll be ready to play. And, and right now, are you intending to go through the combine on October 24th? Yeah. Yeah, I believe so. Next question is from J.P. Smollins. Sorry about that. Um, so when you started at Michigan, I mean, probably had some hopes, dreams, aspirations. But now, I mean, I think I saw another article having you in the first round of the NFL draft. Does that stuff ever – do you let it kind of get to you, let it sink in at all? Or how, how do you handle that sort of thing? Um, it's, it's for sure cool. Just coming from a small state, like, you know, really like looking up to people, there's not really much to look up to as far as like, Oh, I want to be just like, well, I looked up to Will Blackman, but at the same time, like growing up when I would say, I wanted to go to the NFL, people would be like, Oh man, that's never going to happen. Like you need to think of some other dreams and all that. I'm almost there. Um, I could basically touch it. Uh, it's like, it's, it's, it's a real in a way, but at the same time, I have to stay humble and, uh, continue to work because once I let all that stuff get to my head then the work ethic goes away and then my head gets big and I start believing in all the hype and then you know just just stuff like that so I just have to stay grounded and uh, continue to work thank you next question is from Hunter Davidson hey Quiddy, uh obviously we all want to see you get back on the field but some things are bigger than football what has it meant to you to make an impact off the field giving back to the community through the uniform funding foundation and other movements you know that that's been great uh because i knew i always wanted to help people just be, i know like coming into college i wanted to go into like the police force or like be a firefighter just because like i always wanted to help people in in some way so um when shibley came to me and like when we started doing the tough foundation like, i was just like man like this is this is a great foundation for for me to uh, be a part of and just seeing those kids have smiles on their faces and uh get their uniforms and run around and yeah no it's just it's just great awesome next question is from ryan zook Hey, Quiddy, I know uh, Harbaugh said the other day that the football team hasn't had any positive, uh, didn't have any positive COVID cases during the month of August. How much pride are you and the team taking in that and, and the safety precautions you guys are taking um, to be able to, to stop any spread among the team? You know, uh, we, we've been very grateful for how this team has been uh, taking, taking this whole pandemic. You know, even when they canceled our season, um, I know there were some some guys who wanted to like go home, like some guys that want to take like a uh, a little bit of a break off. But then we we're just like, it's either like you're in or you're out, you know. Like we we don't want guys to, you know, start lollygagging and doing all this other stuff and then ruin our whole operation because we've been doing such a great job of keeping everyone in the building safe and making just making sure that people that want to get better can continue to get better. So, um, yeah, you know the protocols within the building, you know. Um, it's, it's just been amazing. Next question is from Katie. Sorry, Dave. It's actually Brandon. This is my wife's iPad. <laughs> Excellent. Quitty. 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 Um, 
obviously as things stand right now, you and Aiden have the, the two defensive end spots locked up pretty well, but how, how does the depth look behind you guys? Who are some people that we should, uh, we should know about, you know, when you guys do eventually take the field? I think for the, for the DN depth, it's, it's been really great because um, Taylor Upshaw has been making great strides to uh, be a strong two and um, Luigi Belaine as well. So I feel like, I feel like we have a good, strong uh, second unit. So when I come off the field or when Aiden comes off the field, we'll have uh, someone that we trust in there. Next question is from Aaron. What do you, I know the parents, um, some of the parents at least wanted to hear from Commissioner Warren and, and President Slissel, and I'm wondering if you guys have, as a team uh, have heard from, from the school president about with an explanation for why, why things were, why things happened the way they did. We, we haven't heard anything. Um, I think Carlo has talked to him a, a bit, but, like, other than that, like, he hasn't addressed the team. We haven't had any conversation with him. There's been no uh, communication. Next question, um, Angelique. Well, yeah, I know it's not your position group, but you see the offensive lineman and a pretty tall task for Ed Warner to replace four starters, now five. What, what do you see from, from the guys coming up and who can fill that, those five spots on the offensive line? Um, I see a lot of young guys, but I see a lot of hungry guys that, that want to go ahead and, and, and take that task. Uh, it, like, it'll be a big challenge for them, but I feel like they'll get it done. Um, there's a lot of guys who want to play. There's not a lot of guys who are scared of, of stepping up. So, so um, I'll be excited to, to uh, see that group. Ryan Hayes has taken that leadership role on the O-line. I feel like he's been getting those guys right. We got time for two more questions that are in the queue for Quiddy. So like I said, he has a 1.30 appointment. Um, we'll start with Rainer. Uh, knowing that this would have been uh, the first game again against Washington and then eventually, I guess it moved to Purdue. Uh, what do you think it's going to be like watching college football kind of from the sidelines, you know, during the week that, you know, this would have been, um, you know, the, the time that, you know, the excitement would have been kind of coming to the fore for you guys? Yeah, I think it'll be weird, but also very frustrating just because um, there where we're in the same pandemic that they're in. And at the same time, they get to play and we don't get to play. We have to sit and, uh, and watch them play and, you know, be able to, you know, win games and have all that fun when, when we have to continue to, you know, just stay in Ann Arbor and practice and, you know, with, with hopes of possibly having a season. But, yeah, no, it's just been a real, real frustrating. Thanks. Last question here is from Ed. Woody, this um, dude of the day, I think that Coach Brown is kind of handing out. Uh, talk about that a little bit and maybe a little bit of the energy maybe that has uh, infused into things for the, for the defense. You know, um, it's, it's great that he, uh, that he brought that back just because guys want to win uh, dude of the day, guy of the day. I'm, I'm pretty sure he did it. I think my freshman year, like the year before I came in, and like he kind of died down on doing it. But now he, since he brought it back, like it's made practice uh, – more fun again like guys want to get uh do it of the day guys are working even harder to to uh get those awards thank you thanks quitty appreciate you taking the time today um we're going to shift over to uh ryan hayes here i think he's on the line um and 
we will go from there. So if you have a question for Ryan, we'll um, put it in the queue uh, in the chat function and we'll get moving toward that. Thanks, Quiddy. Yeah. All right, is Ryan here? Yep, I'm here. All right, appreciate it, Ryan. Appreciate you taking the time. Um, we'll get started with the questions here. Um, First one is from Hunter Davidson. Hey, Ryan. Uh, Coach Warner has established himself as one of the best assistant coaches in the country, obviously sending four guys to the NFL last year. Can you speak on his coaching style and the culture he's established amongst this O-line group? Yeah, Coach Warner has been great. So he'll be – when you come in, he'll be tough on you at first, but it's just like you might get upset and frustrated, but eventually in the long run – he does so. He's put so many guys in the NFL, and his track record's great. So if you just listen, pay attention to what he does, do all the things he says, it'll go well for you. Thank. You. Next question is from Isaiah. Hey Ryan, there's been a lot made of the inexperience that we'll finally see the field once on the offensive line, but you actually have some experience having started a couple games last year. How much? Do you feel like that's helped you to have a couple games under your belt as you move forward? And is is that somewhat indispensable considering that there is going to be kind of a whole new lineup? Oh, yeah, for sure. I'm really thankful that I got on the field and got to start a couple games last year because just that experience is everything. Because then we'd be going in. Stuber's played a little bit. It's just nice to have those starts or some minutes on, like – just been able to uh, – what am I saying? But, no, it's been really nice to have that. Just know I can do it. Know I can play. It gives you confidence. Next question is from Ashley. Hey, Ryan. With I'm curious with, you know, four starters getting drafted last year and then obviously Jalen deciding to forgo the rest of his eligibility. Like, what's it like for you guys as a room as new leaders have to step up without those – five guys who had so much experience like how are you all adapting yeah it's definitely been interesting without some of those faces that have been in a room for so long especially with Jalen leaving you know but I think all our guys are hungry to lead they're hungry to play so we're gonna be okay next question is from Theo Mackey yeah, Quiddy earlier mentioned that he had seen you, um, you know, stepping into more of that leadership role that, that Ashley mentioned. How have you personally approached um, becoming more of a leader this offseason? Well, I've usually tried to lead by example mostly, but definitely now with all those guys gone, I've been trying to, you know, be a little more vocal and work on that side of my leadership than just leading by example. So it's definitely been a little different for me, but I'm getting used to it. Has that been hard to get used to for you? Not necessarily hard because we got a really good group of guys that want to work hard and you don't really have to motivate them that much because everyone wants to do well and play. Next question is from Zach Shaw. Hey, Ryan. Uh, with Saturday's protest, I'm curious about the player vibe. Are you planning on attending? Do you know a lot of the other players are attending or planning on attending? And then with the swirling reports, I guess, how do you – how are, how's the emotion in terms of you guys, are you guys still pushing to play or are you more of an acceptance mode? I mean, I definitely think we were more in acceptance of it. Like start, like we're all frustrated and upset and we thought it was like the final word with all this new rumors coming out. It's definitely been 
like little frustrating, a emotional roller coaster because you don't really know what to believe, what not to believe. So I, I haven't heard much of the guys talk about the protest or not. Like, I'm sure people will be there, but it's not like been a big talk amongst the team. Next question from Hunter Davidson. It's been a year since your first start against uh, Mid-Tennessee State when you actually won Offensive Player of the Week. How would you say you've improved your game since then? Definitely taking this offseason to try to get as strong as I can, build build weight and do all that because last year I definitely played a lot underweight, so I've just been working. That's my biggest focal point is just to get bigger. Thank you. Next question is from Orion Sang. Hey, Ryan, uh, if you guys were playing this Saturday, who would be the five starters? And then uh, who are some of the other offensive linemen who have impressed you the most so far? Well, I'm not like, can say for sure it would be the starting five, but right now we've been running with me at left, Chuck and Trevor rotating at left guard, uh, the starters at center, and then Stuber at right um, guard, and Carson at right tackle for now, but that's everything fluctuates every day. So I couldn't really tell you a for sure starting lineup. And the two two younger guys that really impressed me is Carson's really stepped up since Jalen left. Really been playing really well. And then Zach Zinter does not look like a freshman at all. Zinter has really impressed everyone. Next question from Rainer Saban. Uh, uh, what do you think? Uh, this weekend's going to be like for you guys um, just watching college football and knowing that this would have been the first week and um, given the fact that for you it would you know kind of would have probably been um, you know the first of many starts for you. It's definitely going to be pretty frustrating to watch that. I don't know if I'll even want to really watch because just knowing we should be out there because it makes zero sense that those guys get to play and we don't like we're all in the same situation. We've done all our protocols, haven't have had about zero COVID tests this month. So it's just frustrating. Thanks. Next question from Jamie Edmonds. Hey there. Um, my question is there's an argument out there that it's safer for guys to play football, be on campus than if not be on campus. And you just mentioned zero positive tests this month. Can you give us insight on your bubble, how it works, how you're protecting yourselves as a team? Yeah, so we were getting tested a couple times a week during uh, camp. But then since now, we now get tested once a week. We wear masks all through the building. We wear masks in practice. We wear masks and lift. They take our temperature when we come in. So we take every protocol, we sit six feet apart when we eat, when we do everything. There are only so many people in the locker room at once. So we've been doing a really good job. And people really care about playing football. So they're not going out on the weekends and putting themselves at risk and putting us at risk. So people have been doing well about that. Do you and your heart you guys will play in a couple months? It's just so hard to tell because you see something new on the internet every, every day. So I want to play, but... We'll see what happens. Thank you. Uh, next question is from Aria. Ryan, as a really young offensive line unit and, you know, as somebody who just recently did change positions, um, what has it been like for you guys having some disruptions in practice, not being able to get in pads as early as, 
you know, normal, not being able to do as much in the spring and summer as you normally would be able to? Yeah, it's been a little different because, you know, those young guys, because when I was a freshman, that next spring ball was really important for me. Like I made a lot of strides then. So it's been a little different, but working, we practice without pads. So it's been really nice because we can start working on our footwork and hands really well. So once we do put the pads on, we'll definitely have a lot more technique down. So that's been one positive about it. Next question is from Aaron McMahon. Ryan, kind of going off that same theme, typically you'd be getting ready for a game this weekend. Obviously you're not. How different has the last, has the last few weeks been for you as a player and as an athlete, not knowing you're not going to play? Yeah, at first it was definitely difficult to find a whole lot of motivation, but our coaches have been doing a really good job doing stuff with putting incentives in practice, uh, keeping us engaged, doing different things that we usually don't do. So you just got to keep the mindset that we're going to play eventually and I want to be the best player I can once we get to that point and not waste this time. Next question is from Ryan Zook. Hey, Ryan. There, there's been a lot of discussion about myocarditis as a possible long-term <laughs> side effect of COVID. And there was a report from Penn State today that 30 to 35% of Big Ten athletes who have tested positive uh, have, have myocarditis. Has that been a concern of the team at all or been talked about or something you are aware of? I've seen some stuff on Twitter about it, but our team hasn't really talked much about it. I really am not educated. I don't even really know what it is, so I couldn't really speak much about it. So, no. Next question is from Angelique. Sorry about that. Uh, Ryan, um, you know, just you sort of touched on it, but not having a spring – you know, how long does it take for an offensive line to build chemistry? I mean, that's pretty important um, for this group. And do you feel like you you can develop it, even not, you know, not in contact right now, on contract, contact practices, pardon me? Yeah, because last year, a lot of these group guys were in the two deep. So we all have played together already. So, and then when we're out there without pads, you really got to work on, we're just working on making our calls, making, talking to each other, communication. So, I don't think it's a huge disadvantage, but so I think because we've all been close, we're all been playing together, so I think it'll be all right. And besides you, I mean, I think you, you mentioned uh, Carson and Zinter. Who else has really stepped up in in these practices? Well, Joel's been playing really well at tackle. Trent has really been stepping up. Those two guys in my position have definitely taken a big step from last year, for sure. Those two, Joel and Trent. Next question is from Ed Pingerski. Ryan, you talked earlier about how last year helped you and gave you more confidence, but could you quantify or compare where you were a year ago versus where you are right now heading into this fall of 2020? Well, last year I was definitely – well, from here to last year, I'm definitely a lot – feel bigger, I feel stronger, I just feel more capable to do things. I've been working on my technique all summer and just doing sets, all you can do, but I definitely feel like – I made a big strides in my weight and my strength, so I just feel more confident. I was feeling more confident going into this season. If I can follow that up real quick, but a year ago, you must have had a lot of uncertainty. I don't want to put words in your mouth, yeah. but you must feel now like I belong, I can do, like in those parameters, is it just completely night and day, a scale of one to 10, <laughs> zero to 10? Yeah, it's night and day for sure. I was pretty nervous going into that game, not knowing what happened, not knowing anything, but 
yeah, this year it feels completely different. I'm not scared. I'm just hungry for to be the best player I can be. Thank you. Next question is from Aaron McMahon. Brian, under normal circumstances, we'd probably be asking you about the quarterback situation. Um, yeah. <laughs> what have you seen from those guys of what you guys have been able to do and who's impressed you maybe the most? I couldn't put one over the other. Uh, they're, all I see is they're working their, their asses off to, to start each one of them, all three of them, including Cade. They're all working every day super hard. You can tell they're all hungry. So I couldn't really put one over the other right now. All right. Due to time, we're going to have probably time for one or two more questions. Um, start with Angelique. Angelique, you need to unmute yourself. I, I thought it was. Sorry. Sorry, Ryan. Um, user error. Uh, you know, when, when you're prepare, you're preparing for this combine right now, but is there are there scenarios that, that Jim Harbaugh's put out there for you? Like, okay, you know, maybe maybe we start November, maybe mid-October, the latest rumor, or are you shooting for January one? Is 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 there some kind of scenario? So lately we've been just training for the combine. Our coaches haven't really told us much because I don't think they know either. But yesterday before practice, Coach Harbaugh did say, like, we could possibly play in October just to give us a little motivation. So just to keep practicing hard, we're going to be prepared. And so he, he, we have mentioned October, but nothing's for sure. So. Nothing else in the queue. Is there any other question that someone has for Ryan? I, we got about one or two more minutes, actually. Ryan? Yeah, just to follow up on that, you know, what, what would you think of a potential October start then? What would your thoughts about that? I mean, yeah, as if we can play as soon as possible, I'm in because we've been, we haven't really stopped practicing. We all feel prepared and we're ready to go. So thank you for listening to the umgoblue.com podcast. All rights reserved. Search for umgoblue.com on iTunes. Go Blue.